there was a, a, a production that was starting mm-hmm. earlier this year and it fell through, but it was for, it was, it was being, um, thingy to Netflix. It was being pitched to Netflix mm-hmm. by a friend of mine. And I'm not going to say the name of the production. I, I can't really mention much about it because mm-hmm. obviously it's not out yet. I don't want to like, you know, share his work, mm-hmm. but he asked me to be part of the production and it would require me to speak about my experiences mm-hmm. with gender based violence. Mm-hmm. And so I told Pee out of courtesy, mind you, I, don't, I didn't have to tell him Jack. Mm-hmm. I don't owe him anything. But I told him out of courtesy and I said, I'm going to do this, um, this, uh, I'm going to do this um, show on, um, I'm looking at doing the show on Netflix. That might be coming out on Netflix. Um, I'm going to talk about you and my experience with you, but I won't mention your name. Mm-hmm. I said to him, I said, I'm not going to say anything about you. Mm-hmm. I'm just letting you know out of courtesy. Those mm-hmm. are literally my words. Mm-hmm. That turned into, I'm extorting him. Or mm. blackmailing him, mm-hmm. and the whole time I felt so guilty reposting the Me Too movement and talking about you know Me Too, Me Too. Meanwhile, I'm this amb- I'm, I'm this ambassador for all kinds of GB, anti-GBB uh, campaigns. Mm-hmm. I'm working for anti-GBB organizations, mm-hmm. and I'm quiet about my story because mm-hmm. I'm still protecting my abuser. Mm-hmm. And I kept quiet when I saw Me Too. Me Too was huge. Everybody was sharing their stories. Mm-hmm. I kept my mouth shut. Mm-hmm. There are so many opportunities I've had. And that those are the things that he knew. He knew that, oh, she didn't speak. Mm-hmm. I felt like a hypocrite. Mm-hmm. I felt like an absolute hypocrite. And on top of that, I had like this, I, I felt fiery on the inside because I did want to say something. Mm-hmm. But I still was, I still had hope that this guy had a decent bone in his body. I still had hope that he would do the right thing. Mm. I had still had hope that he would return my car. I believed everything that he said. When he told me he would return it, when he told me that he would fix the situation of the car and this and that, I believed him. Mm. I believed him. I still had hope that the Pure that I knew when I first met him, the guy that I fell in love with, would do right by me. Mm. Because he knows I'm not the type of girl who 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 who's out there for the wrong reasons. You know what I mean? He knows mm. he knows the kind of girl. the reason why he fell in love with me is because I'm quiet and because I'm chilled, mm. because I'm private. Today he's calling me a cloud chaser. Mm. He's calling me a cloud chaser today, and yet he ha- he hasn't returned my car. Mm. He hasn't um, um 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 paid back my money. Mm-hmm. He hasn't resolved any of these things that he said he would on a contract mm-hmm. are recorded and, and, and on a recording. And yet he says, I'm doing this for clout. His mm-hmm. mother said, I'm doing this for hunger and desperation. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you're the same people. His mother and his sister used to comfort me mm-hmm. when people would beat me. A few, In fact, one of the days after the first time he beat me, he sent his sister to me. She came and she spoke about my place. Mm-hmm. And she was giving me advice. That's when she told me that I should get pregnant by him. Mm-hmm. I should consider just giving him a baby. Mm-hmm. I can't recall the first. I mean, I felt like this for so long. I can't recall the first time I felt this way. Mm-hmm. Um, so it has been. It's been at the back of my mind. But I keep. I kept trying to convince myself that you don't know, because I don't. I never had any ill intentions for him. So much so that even when he told me he got married, I congratulated him. Mm-hmm. Even when his mother told me that he got married, I congratulated him. Mm-hmm. I congratulated him. I even told him, I'm happy that you finally have someone in your life that can bring you to order. Mm. Cause like he was all over the place. Yeah. So I'm happy that you found that. Mm-hmm. 
There's a voice that I say to him, Pewin, why don't you just give me my car back and settle this issue so that you can go on with your life and I can go on with my life and you can leave me alone and I can leave you alone and we can both be at peace. I owe my producers north of 50,000 rands and obviously I don't have the money to, to pay off to producers right now. Mm-hmm. And Unfortunately, I don't. Mm-hmm. How are, are you still going to... When I called you just now, you were rehearsing, right? Are you are you still yes. doing concerts, performing your old music? Like, how do you plan on remedying the the situation where you, you finally get your, your music that we haven't heard back? I'm going to work hard. You know, mm. now that, you know, I've had time to... I mean, I was depressed these past three years. I haven't been okay in a very long time, Constance. Like, I was depressed. Mm. I was... I don't like to say it, but I was suicidal. Mm. And this has put my family through so much strain because it was, there's nothing they haven't tried to help me. And, none, you know, none of the attempts worked. Mm. And they had to sit here and watch me cry myself to sleep all the time and watch me, you know, just sink into my own oblivion. Mm. And they they literally watched me deteriorate and there's nothing they could do about it. Mm-hmm. It was like watching a house burn. Mm. and all your belongings in it and there's nothing you can do you just have to just sit there and let it burn mm. you know it was horrible it was horrible for me to go through that it was horrible for my family to witness mm. Mm. for like this, a year for like a good year and a half after I broke after we broke up mm. um, I was still holding on to the memory mm. the memory of what we were and everything that we built in the two years that we were together because I was so fixated on the love that he expressed to me mm. and I thought and I thought it was a love that could stand the test of time. Mm. Whereas for him, it was a phase. Mm. <laughs> and he got what he wanted, probably, which was my car mm. and, and, and the attention that came with him being with me. And even the context mm. that I introduced him to, the mm. people that he got to hang around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I am making music. I'm in studio. Um, I've just got like a, a bunch of gigs lined up for m- a month in. So that's why like I'm a bit hectic. Mm. Um, after Tuesday, my last gig's on Monday. After Tuesday, I'm going to just like, I've got a bunch of meetings lined up for Tuesday. Mm. Um, and then I'm just going to take like a little bit of a break and I'm probably going to be in studio again the following week. Mm-hmm. To resume recording, and I'm just back in, into music full time. I'm gigging now. Um, I'm also, you know, doing some interviews here and there, and I'm just pushing. I'm working. I'm working as hard as I've always. And I'm, you know, I've moved into a new apartment now. It's small. It's smaller than the apartment that I had, but like, at least it's a start. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm starting afresh, and I'm grateful. Mm-hmm. Um, it just feels good to be in my own space again, and. Um, you know, next up, what I need is a car, and I'm going to work on that. Mm. Um, and hopefully, I'm going to win this case, and whatever I get from it, I'm going to, I'm just going to go towards me getting a car. Mm. Or hopefully, this guy will actually somehow, if he didn't sell my car illegally, he'll have the decency to return it because he knows that's my car. Mm. 